Entrepreneurs Enigma is a podcast for the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, so the wins and the fails that we all face being entrepreneurs, and how we learn from adversity. Every week, I talk to a different entrepreneur with a story to tell. I'm Seth Goldstein. Come with me on the journey. This is Entrepreneurs Enigma. Let's get started. On today's show, we have Joe Henderson of Success Start and On Vector. Joe has been in the Philadelphia startup ecosystem for more than 30 years. Over these three decades, he has helped more than 50 startups get founded, develop their MVPs, get funded, and grow. On Vector is Joe's other endeavor. On Vector gets rid of the hardest to destroy grime, and as he calls it, nasties from the water, make it completely drinkable. It is really cool technology. Joe resides in the western suburbs with his family and is very active in the startup community in the area. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Entrepreneurs and Thingma podcast. Today I am with Joe Henderson. Joe has been in the startup ecosystem, I think, for more years than he wants to actually. 30 years. 30, 30 years. 30 I mean, that's years. before I think startups were cool. Wait, uh, 30 years, was that the first bubble? It was 91. That's before the first bubble. So it yeah. was before startups were cool. Yes. <laughs> yes startups were cool in 2000. Then they were kind of, eh, for the, like the, the early aughts. And then in 2010, 2011, 2012, they kind of became something again. And we're back into whatever the hell you want to call this thing. Well, so. I mean, literally, the, the roller coaster was the dot-com run-up, the dot-com crash, 9-11, Oh god, yeah. Uh, the, the long nuclear winter after that, and then the banking crash in '08. When I so, started my business, that's when yes. I started my business in two in, in two thousand oh, end of two thousand seven. Best time to start a business. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, it's terrible. Yeah. But you know, hey, you guys start sometime. You know. Sure, sure. What did you do before being an entrepreneur? Did you do anything before being an entrepreneur, or was it college to being an entrepreneur? No, I started as a computer programmer out of Drexel and spent seven years at Dupont and Boeing. And realized I wanted to be an entrepreneur because stepping up the corporate ladder with thousands of people above me is never going to work. And I don't have the patience. So I had no entrepreneurial skills at the time. So I started attending the Entrepreneurs Forum of Philadelphia in the early 90s and just started talking to everybody I could talk to to learn how to act like a CEO and raise money and hire people and, mm -hmm. and all the other stuff that goes into starting a business. But still, at the end of the day, I still didn't have a good idea for a business. So I said, well, I'm going to be a strong number two. And I'm going to help my friends succeed in their little startup ventures and that's what I've been doing for 30 years is standing beside and behind someone that has a good idea and, you know, lifting them up. That's, that's what I've awesome. Been doing. So yeah. being like this, like this, the CEO, what we, what we call that, like the chief of staff, pretty much. Exactly right. Yeah. Or I and, could be the CEO when needed. Yeah. But more or less president, GM, chief of staff. So your niche by finding other people's niches and helping them figure out and help them work their way through the ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, typically they have a great idea and they're very good technologists or evangelists, but when it gets to the day-to-day -day grind of you know opening the office and finding the money and whatnot, they don't want to be doing that. It just drags them down. So I said, well, I'll step in, basically help them do everything that they do not want to be doing. That's and awesome. it's worked so out. You right. found your product by doing that. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So then fast forward 30 years or less, a little less than 30 years. So you, you finally found your own little thing 
on vector which what's on vector so on vector is my partner dan cho's company okay it's been around for about uh 10 years and we are in king of prussia and we have a product that is plasma lightning in flowing wastewater and the plasma is used to do final destruction of all the nasties in wastewater so organic compounds like ammonias or microbes or what's PFAS forever chemicals now, uh, leachates, it goes on and on. So that's what we Plasma lightning. Plasma lightning. That's pretty cool. This thing, plasma lightning, sounds like, well, that's really cool. But (laughs) you're killing killing all the the uglies, which are like, you know, that's Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the interesting thing is I had no experience in water tech or green tech or plasma before this. I was involved with software products and Mm -hmm. beer and jet leasing. But all of those skills I gathered along that 30-year path led me to where I am today. And let me tell you, working with Dan and the team has been absolutely a wonderful experience. That's awesome. So I'm sure because well, you, you have two kids, right? That's correct. Yeah, Lily's at Penn State and Charlie's at, at high school. Oh, so you saw, you saw a kid at home. Oy. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but that's the thing that kind of go, goes hand in hand is that you've had the freedom to Go to those games, you know, those football games, go to the, the soccer games and be there for the kids. And now I have to deal with the corporate ladder of working the nine, ten o'clock at night thing. I mean, this is exactly right. I get to design my own schedule. And I, and I have to say that, you know, Carol, my wife, has been absolutely a saint allowing me to do this because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have up and down years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's, you know, brought among other things, the healthcare benefits with her job and, and the various other things that we need to, to basically run the family. It takes a very supportive partner, both on the business side, in the business, and also at home. You know, So when you started doing this, were, were, were you hitched at the time when you started, or did you start off when you were a single man? Uh, I was a single person, and I met Carol when I was about five years into doing this. So she kind of oh, so knew, she knew what she, she was getting into. Yeah, she knew what yeah. she was getting into. About yeah. She's like, all right, this guy's an entrepreneur. Oh, I kind of like that. I'm sure it's kind of a little romantic. Like, he has these big ideas and ambitions. And yeah, stuff. but, I mean, I keep looking at her and saying, I could not put up with your corporate job and all that goes with that. As you know, Seth, being an entrepreneur – it gives you a license to kind of pick and choose the people you want to be working with and finding the positive influences in your mm-hmm. life and telling the others to go away. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So you have two companies. You have your 30-year company, which was, what's it called again? It's called Success Start. And I've been involved with over 50 startups. My full-time day-to-day job is on Vector, the water company. On Vector, the water company. Yes, which yeah. Is, which is, I never thought that water, as we say in Philadelphia, could be so interesting. You know, because it's it because I realize like it goes from you can't drink the stuff in the creek because you'll get giardia. That's right. So it has to get it has to get from point A to point B somehow, and it's that it's always point A to point Z because I'm sure there's like or beyond Z because I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff in between. And then you're the last. You guys said you guys are the last mile essentially final destruction of all the nasties yes exactly right is that yeah. the technical term final final, <laughs> final destruction of all the nasty i like that a little ta- tagline well i mean as you know water and climate have become a major issue in the last 10 years yeah and even with the desert and the drought and highly brine water salty water mm-hmm. even desalination of ocean water you know these are huge international issues and 
you know, a lot of companies nowadays are taking their wastewater and they're incinerating, they're burning wastewater, which absolutely does not make any sense. And it's hugely energy intensive. Burning water. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to burn water. Right there means that there's something wrong with that water. Exactly right. Not only is there something wrong with that water, but also incinerating the water off, it does not destroy the nasties. No, it just evaporates them. It, it, it turns it into an air pollution problem. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, so that's what we're doing is we're basically taking away all the ugly stuff out of water and breaking it down to its elemental components, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, hydrogen. Yeah. That's wild. That yeah, is absolutely freaking wild. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. So here's a question I ask a lot of people. What is the most, what's the scariest thing about being an entrepreneur? The ups and the downs. 100% of my work comes through referrals from friends and business associates through the Mid-Atlantic. And at the beginning, it was tough because we're building our network and we're setting up the relationships and harvesting. And, and you know, in the last 15 or 20 years, it's been really wonderful. But the first 15 years was really a struggle. Uh, and I've also learned that doing what I do, uh, I need to have two or three businesses percolating along at the same time uh -huh. because they're all at different stages of the startup world. Some, some are ideation stages, uh, still a, a napkin sketch. Some <laughs> are, you know, we're opening the office. Now we need to go out and scramble for our, our minimum viable product or our first beachhead customer. And some are, you know, looking for investment or venture capital or whatever they're looking for. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So you, so you went, but you went to school for computer science. Oh, I have my master's in finance too. From St. Okay. So you went yeah. back and got, got that's got my whole part. Yeah. I forgot to tell you that, by the way. Oh, you went, you went, so you went and got your master's in finance. Otherwise, I was like, well, look, I mean, I went to school for journalism for crying out loud. And I'm doing web design and podcasting. Podcasting is a little journalism. I get that part. Sure. But like, but literally, I'm like, business acumen, you have to learn it on the job. I mean, how much of, how much of the schooling that you went through? I mean, I'm sure that it's good background, but how much of it is just like learning on the job, learning on the fly versus, oh, I read that in a book. So at Drexel and St. Joe's, they very much taught you how to learn and what to focus on, what not to focus on. And in business school, you know, this is the early 90s, late 80s. So it's all about writing the business plan and the financial model. But frankly, today, a lot of people don't even write business plans. They'll 30 or 60 page document. They'll write a, a 10 page overview. And frankly, that's good enough. So yeah. it's really change with PowerPoint presentations and financial modeling and understanding what your investors are looking for and how to communicate your message to them that is a match. So that's learning on the job. Absolutely. Yeah. Part of my job is learning when you can pretend to be a lawyer, basic <laughs> contract stuff, or when to actually engage your lawyer and pay her, you know, five, ten, twenty thousand dollars to do her lawyer thing when it's in the best interest of everybody involved. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure the, the initial contracts, the initial emails, you don't need a lawyer. But I mean, I mean, I'm sure like what you've experienced over the past 30 years is that there's definitely a point where it's like, this is above my pay grade. <laughs> if this is something I need, need to get Donna in and need to get Joe, Bob and Steven here on this, because this is something that I need someone who got their JD and they like, knows their stuff. Absolutely. That's correct. Yeah. I have to tell you about On Vector, the water company. Is, yeah. And I've learned the hard way in the last five years working with Dan that I've known a ton of investors. I used to be an angel investor. I, I know venture capitalists. 
And working with the water companies told me to focus only on those venture investors or, or partners that understand the core business. So I don't have to go into a presentation and spend the first hour teaching them about the water industry mm -hmm. and then this last half hour showing them financial return. You know, if they're all coming in and they understand water, we're already on second base. It's which a is great good, conversation. Which is good. Yeah. So it's a little more, I guess you would say it's a little bit more challenging because you got to find the people that know what the heck they're talking about. Exactly right. I mean, there's a ton of investors in green tech and clean tech, as you well know. And, mm -hmm. You know, if you're designing a website to do data captures or some kind of green thing or networking thing, it's very easy to understand that. But we're dealing with plasma physics and it's, you know, you need a postdoctorate to understand plasma physics. You know, everybody has a basic understanding about water and the value of having mm -hmm. clean water. Absolutely. So we need to find those people that are receptive to our message. And I'm telling that to every entrepreneur I'm working with today that's in sports packaging or furniture moving or whatever they're in. Find the people that are in your tribe. Mm-hmm. And go and go that avenue. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well Joe, this has been fantastic. And Everyone go network with Joe on LinkedIn. He's full of information, very accessible, very friendly, outgoing, great guy. And we will see you next time. That was a great show. Hey, if you're enjoying Entrepreneur's Enigma, please give us a review on the podcast directory of your choice. We're on all of them. And these reviews really help others find the show. Also, if you're getting value from the show and want to buy me a coffee, go to the show notes and click on the link to help me stay awake while I bring you more great episodes to your ears. That's in the show notes and I look forward to the next episode. Take care guys. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.